What's up, everybody? It's This is Not Your Average Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, a.k.a. TG. We got a episode packed with some news stories out of basically everywhere. So, to start, a Trump administrator tells U.S. embassies they can't fly the pride flag on their flagpoles, and this is wrong, in my opinion. It's One, it's Pride Month. They should be have the right to be able to fly the f- pride flag on their flagpoles if they want to. And that it's this is this is one reason why I just don't like the Trump administration. They make decisions I don't like. This is in every sense of the word. This is just wrong. I, I and I don't get it. it. I just don't understand why he he would tell his administrators or his administrators themselves would make these decisions. But who knows? I it just gets under my skin sometimes, and I'm I'm tired of being irritated by it. I'm just gonna live my life and move on. <laughs> That's the best you can do, right? So, the U.S. only added seventy five thousand jobs in May, but that having been said, the unemployment rate is only three point six percent, and wages have rose three point one percent from a year earlier. So, in all in all, it's looking pretty good for the labor market. I mean, sure, not as many jobs were added in May as we would like, but, you know, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. And we're doing, we're in a pretty good spot in terms of the labor market. I mean, there's always going to be issues deep in the markets at some point and somewhere, but overall looking pretty good. I mean, you, you, I mean, you can't complain with an unemployment rate of 3.6%. That's, that's pretty damn good. I mean, there's not much else that you can say about that either. So, um, our last bit of news <coughs> for the day, um, regular news. Anyway, the, if you want to visit the international space station, it is going to be soon possible if you're willing to pay for it. Um, so I read this article that said that private citizens will be able to stay up to 30 days as early as next year. And it didn't give me a specific price because they don't know how much they're going to charge people for it yet. Um, but I did see that they're the um, whoever's shipping these people to the International Space Station is charging $35,000 for transportation. That's just for transportation. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're going to charge more money than that for the people that want to stay up on the International Space Station since it's going to be open for business. I mean, I think this would be awesome. I mean, to get a chance to see Earth and the rest of space in the International Space Station, I think that would be a freaking awesome opportunity. Now, that having been said, I'm probably never going to have the money to be able to pay for that. I mean, I'm sure the majority of people won't have the money to be able to pay for a visit like that to the International Space Station, but, you know, it's a cool idea in theory. I mean... 
uh, I mean, you just know it's going to cost a lot, at, especially at first. Um, maybe prices will fall as they go down, or I mean, as time goes on. But, you know, this is probably just the next step in towards moving into uh, moving life, our, our lives onto another planet or somewhere. I mean, honestly, this is probably the first step in that. I mean, and I, I mean, I'm not particularly against that idea, but I think we need to be cautious in how we do things. We definitely need to fix our climate first and foremost before it destroys us. But again, I'll, I'll, we can reference back to the article the other day of where I mentioned that it said civilization could crumble by 2050 if we don't change climate or change if we don't stop climate change now. Um, but I think that's just a rant that is the destined for another day, another topic. We'll just, we'll just leave her right there. Um, so I forgot to mention this yesterday because it happened at 5 a.m., but um, I meant to throw it in the podcast yesterday, but um, there was a 17-year-old 17 17-year-old 17 American, Amanda Anisimova. She reached the French Open semifinals in uh, yesterday. Or she was she played in the French Open semifinals yesterday. She took the first set, but then gave up the next two sets to lose in three. <clears throat> but I just want to talk for a minute of how amazing of a run this is. This is, I mean, this is the youngest player to ever make a Grand Slam semifinal. 17 years old. This girl is still in high school. And she's out here making French uh, Grand Slam semifinals. I couldn't be more impressed with this girl. Now, I mean, granted, she did go down. Yes. She was playing the number eight ranked women's tennis player in the world. But this couldn't be, like I said, this is very impressive to be able to be, to be able to say that it's 17 years old. You're making a f grand slam semifinal for tennis. You might be, I mean, she could, if she can keep this track up, she could be the next Sloane Stevens or even Serena Williams in women's tennis. And I'm here for it because I'm all about the Americans in tennis, that's for sure. Um, especially Serena. I, I love watching Serena play tennis. Uh, she's honestly on my list of one of the greatest athletes out there. That, I mean, I can, I, I, I'm sure I could get into that topic another day for list of my f picks for greatest athletes that are out there, but Serena's definitely on the list. That's, uh, uh, that's pretty much in stone, in concrete. Um, <clears throat> so NBA finals game four last night. 
the Raptors took a three to one series lead and looking like they might close it out on Monday night in Toronto. Drake, I'm pro I'm sure he's probably losing his mind right now. I'm I'm sure they woke up today all hungover because you know Toronto they they were partying last night out there in Canada. That's for sure. Um, but the Warriors they looked great in the first half, and then they just they looked absolutely terrible in the second half. Um, a little stats. So the Warriors out rebounded the Raptors forty two thirty eight. Not terribly surprising from what I watched. They out-assisted the Raptors 26-22. Again, not surprising because both teams were passing the ball pretty beautifully. Uh, well, the Warriors weren't in the second half, but it, there were some pretty good passes in there. I mean, I was I was like, this is the way basketball is meant to be played, baby. That's nice. Um, the Warriors, obviously known for committing turnovers on a high level. They committed 17 turnovers to the Raptors' nine. That's not going to help you win games, that's for sure. I mean, shoot, the Warriors had 10 turnovers in the first half. That's more than the Raptors had the whole game. That doesn't help you win ball games. Um, shooting, um, the Warriors' field goal, per the Warriors shot 3% better from the field than the Raptors which is interesting because the Raptors shot terribly in the first half and they definitely shot better in the second half, but the Warriors didn't shoot well in the second half either. So three point percentage, the Raptors shot better 31.2% to 29.6% from the Warriors. And that looks about right because the Raptors were God awful from the three point line in the first half. They started clicking in the second half. The Warriors, they just couldn't find threes to save their life, really. And Clay did what Clay did what he all he could to f save that game, I'm telling you. <coughs> Steph wasn't making shots. Iggy wasn't making shots. Um, Boogie was a non-factor in this game. Um just <coughs> I don't think it was a good it, – it just isn't a good look for the Warriors, and I think that Clay Thompson, having played the way he did last night, he's probably going to leave because he's going to definitely – he's got to – after last night, he's got to ask for a pay raise, right? He needs more money because he's, he's a great shooter. <coughs> but – you know, I don't see Clay Thompson staying because he he's going to want his own money, and you know, I I don't think the Warriors will be able to give it to him, especially if they try to keep Kevin Durant. But you know, the Warriors might not have either of them next year, either Clay or KD. <coughs> but I mean. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Woo, that was rough. All right. <coughs> anyway, 
Um, so the first day of the baseball super regionals were yesterday. <clears throat> I got a couple of picks wrong, that's for sure. I got Louisville right. And with what I saw yesterday, I think Louisville closes out East Carolina today. So I think Louisville goes to the College World Series today. Um, I think Ole Miss takes game one against Arkansas today at noon on ESPN. Um, I think North Carolina takes game one against Auburn at noon on ESPN two. I think LSU takes game one against Florida state at three on ESPN. Um, I think Stanford takes game one against Mississippi state at three on ESPN two. I thought Oklahoma State would take game one yesterday. They hung around, but Texas Tech ultimately won. I think Oklahoma State gets them back today, takes game two at six on ESPNU. Um, <clears throat> Vanderbilt, I don't know what happened to them last night, but they they got destroyed by Duke 18-5. to So I don't know if Vanderbilt's going to need – I don't know if Vanderbilt's going to be up for this game. If they need to be motivated to be able to win this game, that's for sure. I mean, come on. I mean, I hope Vanderbilt forces a game three tomorrow, but I just don't know. I mean, we'll see. The game's at 9 o'clock on ESPNU. There's no telling what will happen. But also, Michigan decided to take down UCLA, not without a little scare in the bottom of the ninth, but... Michigan's a game away from the College World Series as well. I'm a game away from knocking out the number one national seed in the Super Regionals. Because it's funny. Because, I mean, the two teams that JMU softball played in the regional and Super Regionals is playing each other in baseball in the Super Regional. I, I think that's just kind of funny. I, it's a little bit ironic. And it's also a little bit ironic that I'm rooting for Michigan and not UCLA because I don't want you, like I said yesterday, I don't want UCLA winning both baseball and softball national championships. <coughs> That's not how this is designed. That's not how this sport is designed. Um, but anyway, that's I. Uh, that's a little look into the super regionals today. Um. So, let's move on to a little bit of a Women's World Cup. Yesterday, France destroyed South Korea 4 nothing, and I said I was going to be shocked if South Korea hung in the game, and that, well, they <laughs> they didn't hang in the game. So, um, the VAR controversy for France, I, I don't know how they found an angle of that where she was offside, but... I don't think she was. I, I really don't. I don't. Th I don't think that angle was true. I mean, maybe I'm just foolish, but you know, I mean, it didn't matter in the end. It would have just been five nothing France instead of four nothing. But you know, it is. It is what it is, man. Um, right now we have Group B action. Germany's playing China right now. I would, ex and they're in the fifteenth minute. I expect Germany to pull this one out. China might give them more of a fight than they're expecting, but 
<clears throat> I, I, do, I see Germany coming out on top in this game. Um, Germany has too many weapons, especially if they keep the mostly the same lineup from 2015. But Spain, South Africa, Spain should, in theory, also win this game. I mean, they're the better ranked team. They're probably, I'm sure they're more athletic and just overall better than South Africa. But since it's a World Cup, you never know. Oh, God. Um, you never know what's going to happen. Um, lastly, Norway and Nigeria, the last game in Group A for the first match day. Um, uh, the the number the rankings of this these two teams are might be deceiving in how good of a game this is. I've uh, Nigeria could give Norway some fits. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I definitely think Norway has a shot. I mean, Nigeria has a shot, but I don't honestly. I don't think it's really gonna matter because they're both gonna have to play France one way or the other. And, you know, France is, is looking good after yesterday, for sure. Um, since there's a game tomorrow morning, starting at 7 o'clock in the morning, we're just going to go ahead and preview that now. Because I'm probably not – I don't know if I'm going to be up to get that game. I mean, as much as I want to watch Samantha Kerr of Australia play – I, don't, I really don't want to get up at 7 o'clock to do it. But Australia is playing Italy at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning in Group C. And I would fully expect Australia to win this game. They've got, I mean, Sam Kerr could lead this team far in the tournament. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Samantha Kerr is a great player. And... You need to be careful. And she's definitely a player you need to watch during this World Cup. Excuse me, I'm going to have to sneeze. Just getting the coughs and the sneeze today. Um, but Sam, Sam Kerr is definitely a player that you need to watch in this World Cup. Um, so... We'll preview the other two games on tomorrow because I'll wake up at like nine, maybe. But we'll preview those two games tomorrow. Um, it's quarterfinal for the the U.S. under twenty men's national, the U.S. under twenty men's team. They're in the quarterfinals today at eleven thirty against Ecuador on FS two. Good luck to Timothy Weah, Tab Ramos, the coach, Brady Scott, the goalie, Sebastian Soto had four goals in the last two games. Um, boys, I think you can get the job done. I think you can beat Ecuador and at least guarantee yourself two more games, whether you're playing for third place or you're playing for the final down the road. I think there's a good shot um, to be able to make the final. There is a path here. I think we can make it. We just got to play good old American soccer 
and be able to get the job done. So, you know, it's I want to see this team do so. I want to see this team do well just to make our men's national team feel like they have to win the gold cup in order to feel like we're moving in the right direction as a program. Um, but you know, we'll see how they do tune into FS two. Like I said, 1130, we'll see what they can do. Um, also, um, I said, I wanted to preview some European qualifiers. Well, I wanted to preview Croatia and Wales, the World Cup runner-up versus Gareth Bale. So they're currently playing right now on ESPN2, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and Croatia already scored a goal in Wales. So I guess Gareth Bale's either not playing or he's not, <laughs> not having much of an effect offensively already. But I thought Croatia would win this game because the, the Croatians are a very talented squad. That I mean, that can't really be debated after this last World Cup. They're a very small country, and they got and they got the job done too. So, <clears throat> fully expect to see Croatia take down Wales, but you know you never know. Um, another one I had on my watch list for today in the Euro European qualifiers is Turkey and France. Now, this may not seem like a big game since France is the reigning World Cup champions, but this is in Turkey, too. Turkey's a, Turkey can, can be a dangerous team. I wouldn't just overlook Turkey if I was France. I mean, France is clearly the better team, but Turkey might show up and give France a little more than they bargained for. I wouldn't be shocked if this ended in a draw. Not, I'm not going to lie to you there. Um, it could very easily end up as a draw. Um, Greece and Italy. Italy has to deal with the fact they didn't make – or did, did, did they make the World Cup last year? 2000. Let's look that up just so I can have facts here and not just sounded like an, I'm an idiot. Um Let's see. Uh, Nope. Italy didn't make the World Cup last year, and they're still feeling the effects of that, I'm sure. They're much like the U.S. or the Netherlands. It sucks to not make the World Cup. Um, And I'm sure Italy's coming out with that that mindset of, we need to make the European Championships. We We can't afford to not make the Euro next summer and I fully I Greece can give could give Italy a fight because I believe the <clears throat> match is in Greece it is um, but in the end I think Italy will take out Greece so you know no big deal but that's the end of my soccer talk for today um, so we'll move on to the Texans fired their GM after one season of a five-year contract. What in the world are you thinking? You made the playoffs, and you're just going to fire your GM like that? I mean, there had to be something going on behind the scenes that they told them to fire him because I uh, this is a mind-boggling move, in my opinion. I don't know what they're thinking. I mean... 
I know the GM isn't the coach or anything, coaching players, but he, I mean, he does have input. He does make decisions that help or hurt the organization. And I thought he did a pretty good job. I mean, he got pieces. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't know why you would fire the guy after making the playoffs. That just makes no sense. The Jets firing their GM is a different story because the Jets are dysfunctional as can be. But uh, it, it just makes no sense to me. I don't get this move. Now you're going to have Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt all reporting to a different GM who they might not necessarily know. Well, I mean, they probably didn't even get to know him that well because he only got a year. But, I mean, sometimes there are just moves out there that you just don't understand. This is one of those moves. Shoot, my Tampa Bay Bucks make those moves all the time, such as letting Gerald McCoy go. Like, come on, man. But, again... A topic for another day, because I'm not going to let that eat at me like I did earlier when that news was released this week. So, um, ending on a little baseball talk, um, talk, Dallas Keuchel, we finally got the two biggest free agent pitcher signings, Craig Kimball going to the Cubs a couple days ago, and Dallas Keuchel has now been signed by the Atlanta Braves. And I'm glad he, I'm honestly glad he's not with the Yankees cuz the Yankees were the hot team that they that were um they, everyone was talking he signed with the Yankees. So glad he didn't go to the Yankees. <coughs> um but I'm uh, I'm not necessarily great with Dallas Keuchel being on a team that could face me in the playoffs. Um, I mean, if we're going to look at the standings right now just to see, I was going to talk about the Red Sox. Um, where they were getting hot. They had won four in a row going into last night, and then they decided to go and lose to the Rays. So after I wrote down that they were hot. So, I mean – Whatever. I mean, the Red Sox, I I swear, they're trying to... Every time I write down something or tweet something or say something, I feel like I'm jinxing whoever I'm talking about. So, I mean, maybe I just need to stop doing things that can jinx people. Um, let's see. Well, the Red Sox are... The Red Sox are still tied for the second wild card spot with the Rangers, so I guess losing last night to the Rays wasn't the worst case scenario. But Dallas Keuchel is signing with a team that holds the second wild card spot in the Braves, and they would take on the Brewers. If I could see the Bra the Braves would pitch Dallas Keuchel in that wild card game, I'm pretty confident in that. I would say. Um. But, you know, I'm just glad the Cubs are are winning the Central right now and they're up a game and a half in a wild card. So, 
you know, I, I can't complain too much. I mean, I can always find something to complain about. That's not a problem. But, you know, um, I'm glad to see Dallas Keuchel get signed because I it's I couldn't believe that him and Kimbrough didn't get signed before the season started. And here we are in June 8th, and they're finally getting signed. Now, I don't know if Dallas is or if Keuchel is going to have the same uh, plan as the Cubs have planned for Kimbrell because the Cubs are planning to give him three weeks to get through a, uh, like a fast tracked spring training type thing. And they're going to give him, they're going to put him in the minor league so he can get some games pitched and then he'll come up with the Cubs in like three weeks. So I don't know. I don't think the, I don't think Keiko is going to have that sort of plan for the Braves, but they could have a plan like that set for him. I don't know of any plan offhand, but you know, it is it is it is what it is. So, hmm. how about Iceland scoring a goal against Albania in the Euro qualifiers? Little side note, anyway. Sorry, I'm very fond of that Iceland soccer team after what they after their display at the. 20 or last year's world cup. I love them. They're, they, if I had a second favorite team behind the U S it's definitely Iceland. I just loved what they brought to the world cup and you know, they were great. I'm sorry. I <laughs> diverted so fast from baseball. I was just taking a look at some soccer stuff, but you know, it is what it is. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed. See you tomorrow.